Okay, so like the theme for the month says, it's smart feet, happy hips, but the happiness spreads. It could be anywhere. Speaking of which, I hate to say this because we're all just enjoying the floor, but maybe you could stand for a moment. Oh, stand for a moment. Just a moment. You get to lie down the whole rest of the time. I just thought we, uh, we can do all these things as like references at the end. Why don't we do them at the beginning? <laughs> you know, so at the end, if I could always say, well, we do everything on the left side, then stand on your left foot. And then at the end, you'll go, oh, I balance so much more on my left foot. But actually, probably you already balance better on your left foot to begin with. So we'll actually test it out. And then you'll have a before and after. Most people balance better on their left foot, not everybody. But why don't you find out for yourself? So just lift one foot, stand on your left foot. See what that's like. Stand on your right foot. See what that's like. Which one is more solid and which one? For me, my left side is always weaker. Weaker? Weaker. Less solid. Well, it, this, usually things get wrong with my left side. But have a balance. Yeah, when you're doing the tree thing, which one do you do? Right. Okay, and then as you try each foot, lift the arm on that side. So shift to the right and lift your right arm. Feel what kind of support from the floor your right arm gets. And switch to your left foot, lift your left arm. Maybe, not necessarily, but maybe the foot that you feel more solid on is also the side that your arm lifts more easily or more fully. Or on your right. We're all right footed here. Left footer. I had one group I taught a lesson to. They were all right footed and they were all my... Um, Wu-style Tai Chi class in Saskatoon. So they all did this one Tai Chi style where I think you actually spend a lot of time <laughs> using your right foot as your, which one is which, yin and yang, your full foot, not your empty foot. So they don't switch it? So that you use your left foot as well? There's some back and forth, but predominantly if you went over the whole form, you would be oh. spending more time oh, with that as your whole foot. So apparently it's changeable. <laughs> Okay, now you can lie down. So most of the time when we're doing things, our feet are incredibly sophisticated things with, I don't know what the count is, 66 or so bones in there, quite a few bones. I understand, didn't count before I came to class. Um, and actually, I understand, more nerve endings, sensory nerve endings per square inch than anywhere else pretty well, even your lips or your fingertips. So a lot of information coming in through your feet and a lot of little movements and adjustments all day. Every sway you make is a different situation for your feet, for your ankles. Uh, but usually doing all that stuff, quite sophisticated movements of your feet happening with a lot of weight on them and a lot of feedback from the floor. So um, our definition of smart for today and for a few of the lessons 
is going to be uh, smart feet or feet that can orient themselves in space and know what they're doing even without that direct feedback of the floor telling you, right? If you're standing on the floor, you can feel if you've tilted your foot towards the inside or outside because you feel the contact with the floor getting heavier or lighter. But now, can you feel all that stuff when you don't have the floor talking back at you? So really into your proprioceptive awareness of your feet. That's what we're going to do. So go ahead and lie on your stomach. We'll be lying on your stomach a lot today. Lie on your stomach. Oh, um, yeah, no, not, um, no, maybe a little tiny bit, but uh, mostly, like you'll have your knee bent and your foot in the air, but just in that position, not, not, uh, not doing, not putting weight into the floor with your knee. Okay, so bend your right leg at the knee, so your foot's in the air. And just bend and straighten your foot. So fold the top of your foot towards your lower leg and then your heel. And just do an easy movement. The heel going up and down, toes going up and down. Just an easy movement and a slow movement. Maybe that's an contradiction, maybe when you try to slow it down it actually gets jumpier. That can happen, so just go slowly and pay attention to the quality of the movement. Very slowly. Reduce the effort. Take out any extra effort from the movement that you don't need. Just taking your ball of your foot up and down, the heel of your foot up and down. attention to that relationship now so just shift your attention so you're feeling your heel go up and down and then out of the side of your mind's eye as it were track your foot and how it goes in the opposite direction so as your heel goes up and down feel your forefoot doing the opposite Now ask yourself, when you're paying attention to the heel, what exact part of the heel are you paying attention to? So if I said, I said pay attention to your heel, what did that mean to you? What part of your self-image of your heel was there for you? On the back, on the bottom, a little to the inside, a little to the outside, on the edge. What part of your heel was it that you thought about? Not everybody is feeling their heel in the same place as their heel located in their image in the same way. And then when you think of your forefoot, the toes of your foot, and you think of that lifting and lowering. Eh? 
What are you thinking of there? Are you thinking of your big toe or your little toe or somewhere in between? And extend your leg and rest. And see if you can feel just from doing that any difference in how your legs lie on the floor, how your one side and the other lies on the floor. And then bend that right knee again. Take your foot towards the ceiling. And now can you hold your foot in such a way that the sole of your foot is really parallel to the floor? Like the sole of your foot and your toes were just standing on the floor. And when you do that, no two people do the same thing in the room. And probably each of us, we're not doing what we think we're doing. So go ahead and look over your shoulder and look at your foot and see, is it really parallel to the floor? How far off is it? Most people quite far off, right? Toes quite a bit towards the ceiling. Or one side of the foot closer to the floor than the other, the inside border or the outside. So just check for yourself and adjust it. Go back to holding your foot without looking at it and see if you can make sense in your internal feeling of what you just looked at, what you saw. Can you make them match or when you go back and you check again? Are you still holding your foot parallel to the floor or did it wander away when you weren't looking at it? And now start to imagine a movement. Keep your head down and imagine, don't do it yet, imagine that you're turning your foot left and right. You're turning your heel in and out and your toes out and in, opposite to your heel. Your leg stays bent at 90 degrees at the knee there, but you turn your foot in and out and it stays completely parallel to the floor to imagine that movement now. And imagine it to yourself about 10 times. No thinking aloud. Just imagine to yourself. Really so your foot stays parallel to the floor. The inner or the outer borders don't lift up or turn. 
that your foot stays parallel to the floor and turns in and out. And then when you've got pretty clear in your imagination, go ahead and actually do it. Go ahead and actually do it. It might be a very small movement. And then actually look at your foot and see if you're doing what you think you're doing. So is your foot really staying horizontal, flat, parallel to the floor? Or is one side the internal or the external border lifting? So if my iPad were sitting on top of your foot, as we speculated before, would it stay completely flat and parallel to the floor or would it be tilting? Yeah, yeah. Right, so really look and see if you'd be spilling it off to the left or the right. Feel the ball of your foot and how that's... Right, pretty well everyone, it's going to be tilting from side to side as you go from side to side. When you turn your forefoot to the inside, the outside border of your foot's going more to the ceiling and the inside's tilting towards the floor. So that's what you don't want to do. You might have to make the movement quite a bit smaller. And you can do it a few times without looking again if you get tired of looking over your shoulder. And really pay attention to being precise with it, but also don't interrupt your breath, let your breathing continue, don't fixate your eyes. Let your jaw be soft. And feel how the bones of the lower leg, what happens relative to one another, what happens in your knee. Making any extra movements with your hands that you don't need to make. So people who came a couple of weeks ago on the weekend and uh, we're looking at the lesson in Moshe's own words, you saw how he can actually be quite forceful the way he teaches about what normal would be and how far from normal you are if you can't do certain things. So in this transcript he uh, gives you quite a railing about how anyone with a normal foot can keep it perfectly flat and parallel to the floor while doing this. And if you can't do that, it's because you've been living with a ruined foot all your life and you never knew it. And <laughs> well, it's got a point. But anyway, it doesn't necessarily help people to think of their feet as ruined. 
that's still an interesting thing to look for. Okay, so leave that, extend the leg. And see if the you're feeling any greater difference between your left and right sides, your left and right legs, how they're lying. Does that generalize? The right side of your back, the right side of your chest and breathing, right side of your face. And bend your right leg again. Foot towards the ceiling. Bend your right foot towards the ceiling. And again, just bend and extend your ankle. Your toes go up and down, forefoot. Your heel goes up and down opposite. And feel what that's like now. Is it feeling any smoother, more controlled? Clearer? And now continue this movement and think of the place on your heel that uh, sticks out the most. The place on your heel where if you're standing on the ground, the most pressure would be. The clearest contact with the floor would be. Find that place on your heel, in your mind's eye. And when you've found that place, then Draw a line, connect a line from there through your big toe, heading out your big toe. So locate this line from the place in the heel where your pressure would be on the floor, standing on the floor, through to your big toe, draw that line. And so now think as you straighten and extend and fold and bend, fold and extend your ankle, it's that line that you're taking up and down, that line stays fixed and you're taking it, tilting it up and down. (laughs) So it's a line from the place in your heel with the most pressure, where there would be the most pressure on the floor through your toe, your big toe. You tilt that line up and down. This is a little geometry of the body lesson here. Now make a second line in your awareness from that point on your heel through the middle of your smallest toe. So you have two lines now. You're imagining and feeling two lines from the middle of your heel through your big toe and from the middle of your heel through your little toe. And those two lines together are going up 
and down as you straighten and fold your ankle. And if they're not clear to you, you can actually grab your hand, foot with your hand and draw the line for yourself so you sense it on the sole of your foot and then uh, go back to feeling it just in your mind's eye. And now stop with your foot parallel to the floor. Normally you can say parallel to the floor and parallel to the ceiling, but that's not our ceiling in this room. We have a slanted ceiling, so it's going to be parallel to the floor. The floor is not so straight either. You know, parallel to gravity, I guess, the surface of the earth. We'll use the floor more or less. So those two lines now, you've got the line from your heel through your little toe, line from your heel through your big toe, parallel to the floor. And now those two lines, think of turning those two lines left and right without moving out of that plane parallel to the floor. It might be a very small movement, but you're paying attention to those two lines and keeping those two lines parallel to the floor. Yeah, and now suddenly if you're doing that precisely, the movement can become probably much smaller. In order to really keep those two lines parallel to the floor, a lot of the movement has to shift from the ankle to the knee, to the two bones of the lower leg, turning around one another. Well, any movement you make in the ankle is going to take these lines, one of the lines out of the plane. And again, you can look over your shoulder, look to the side and see if you're really doing what you think you're doing. See, if you had the floor beneath you, you'd really feel if you're lifting the internal border of your foot, you're doing something other than staying parallel. Now you have to find that feeling in your own feeling, in your vision. Especially probably turning in becomes more difficult if you're really precise about this. Okay, so put your foot down and take a rest. And see where else in your right side, apart from your foot, where else do you feel changes?
And if you need to rest in any other position on your side or on your back at any point, go ahead and do that as you like. Don't wait for me. If you like, if you want to rest in another position, do do it. Go ahead and do that. Okay, and then bend that right knee again. Come onto your stomach again. If you're on your back, bend your right knee. And now begin to draw a uh, circle with your heel. So use your heel to draw a circle. So your lower leg stays parallel to the floor. It's more like uh, the back of your heel. So if there were a piece of chalk on the very back of your heel and a uh, chalkboard kind of perpendicular to the floor, parallel to your lower leg, you'd be drawing a circle there with your heel. So your heel's got to go left and right and up and down. And your lower leg stays parallel or perpendicular to the floor. It stays in vertical. It's really in your ankle now, very much in your ankle that you're making this movement. And go slowly enough you can feel are you really getting all the way around the circle? Is it 360 degrees? Is it half an oval or an elliptoid? Corners cut off. And what direction did you decide to go in? So I didn't say clockwise or counterclockwise. Which direction did you go in? And try now the other direction. Do a few movements going. If you were going clockwise, now go counterclockwise. See if you can notice why you chose to go the other way first. Does this way feel less familiar or more awkward? And change back. Go back to the first direction you were doing. And then rest. Stretch out your leg and rest.
Okay, and then bend your right foot towards the ceiling again. And now do just the bottom half of the circle. So take your heel down and go from the lowest spot to the inside edge of the circle and then back down to the lowest spot and then to the outside edge of the circle. So you're doing just the lower half of the circle with your heel. And see how clear that is, or that can be. And you can look with your, turn your head and look back and see if you're doing what you really think you're doing. Just the lower half of the circle, are you actually drawing a circle with that spot on the back of your heel? Oh, and everybody looked back, they started doing the upper half of the circle or something, or at least a lot of ankles are so bent that there wouldn't be an upper half of your circle left. <laughs> so see, are you really doing the bottom half? Is there another half of the range of motion there available that you're leaving out? <laughs> Lower half, not upper half. So your heel goes down to the your heel down to the lowest place. It's not the lowest half of the circle for your toes. It's the lowest half of the circle for your heel. Your heel goes down towards the back of your thigh and then up into the inside, and down and then up into the outside. And here Moshe would say, see, you've had ruined legs all your life and you never knew that you didn't know the first thing about controlling your foot. No, we don't. <laughs> he was a crusty old uh. It's funny, eh? Just take your time. Yeah. He never says that. He never says, I didn't... Uh, know what I was doing with my foot. Okay, now pay attention to your big toe along with your heel if you can and feel that line from your heel to your big toe and can you feel how they are going in opposite directions. So you're doing the lower half of the circle with your heel. So the lower half is start with your foot sort of parallel to the floor and then take your heel down your heel down towards your, not your toes down, but your heel down. So your heel goes down. That's going to be the bottom point of your heel for your, circle for your heel. So then you go up into the inside, up into the outside. So you do an arc in the lower half of the circle. And as you do that arc, your big toe, follow that line from your heel to your big toe. Your big toe goes in the opposite direction. And actually now, here's the philosophical question. Does analysis make things easier or more difficult? Do just a quarter of the circle. Go down. If we break it into a smaller part, does that make it easier or does that actually make it harder? I don't know. It might actually make it harder. Take your heel down. 
and then go from down up along the quarter of the circle to the inside and then back down from there. So now you're just doing a quarter of the circle with your heel. And follow your toe doing the opposite. And just to the inside, your heel down and to the inside and a quarter of the way around the circle and then back down to the bottom point of the circle. Oh, yes, take a break when you need to. Anytime you need to, if you get a cramp in your foot, you just put weight on it, stand on it a bit, it'll calm the cramp down. That's one of the things that happens definitely. Try to do some kind of fine motor control of your feet without the feedback of the floor because your feet are really used to having like the weight mm-hmm. of your entire body giving feedback. Yeah. So you're doing it without the feedback and I think it's kind of like the phantom limb syndrome, like your body will create the strong sensation that's missing for it. It goes, ah, what's going on here? <laughs> Trying to do something, I don't have enough information. I think it's like a general pattern of um, freaking out and fear in general. It's like, I don't have enough information. I don't know how to control myself in this situation. Everything goes crazy. So the inside quarter of the circle, now try the outside quarter of the circle, the outside quarter of the low half of the circle. So you take your heel down, and then on this arc, up to the outside. So the second quarter from the middle to the outside. Pay attention to the heel first. until you clarify that quarter of the circle. So your heel has to be back down. Your toes are more towards the ceiling. That's quite easy to do the opposite of the idea, isn't it? Oh, this is weird. Oh, no. No, be nice to yourself. It's supposed to be interesting, not murderous. Let's try. Yeah, great. Now pay attention. Can you pay attention to your little toe? So a line from your heel to the little toe as you're doing the outside, the bottom half of the circle, the bottom quarter of the circle towards the outside. Where is your little toe going? Where is that line to your little toe going? So can you feel your little toe doing the opposite quarter of the circle? I forget to mention, by the way, that if it's all still completely confusing and you feel like you're not getting it, this is fine because the fact that your brain is looking for these lines, is looking for these geometric relationships, is going to be incredibly powerful for you. It's almost like the more confusing it feels, the more powerful it will be that you even looked for these geometrical relationships, even if they don't feel very clear. So go back and forth with your awareness to the little toe, to the heel, 
be clear about what's going in and what's going out and what's going up and what's going down. And now put together that whole lower half of the circle again. And as you do that, find a different toe. Just not the big toe and not the little toe, some other toe in between. In your mind's eye, find another toe and pay attention to that toe. And where is that toe going as your heel goes up and down and as your heel goes in and out? And slowly pay attention to your other toes. So go at your own pace from one toe to the other of those three inner toes. Pay attention to each one of them and what direction it's going as your heel does this lower half of the circle. Until these three toes in between become just as clear as your big toe and your little toe. And look at your foot as you continue to do this. Pass your attention from one toe to the next across all the toes and take a look and see. Now finally you get to see if you're doing what you think you're doing. Everyone's going to completely start doing something different with their heels now that they're looking. It's the bottom half of the circle. Bottom half of the circle. And all of a sudden it gets harder to control the foot with all this extra information. Does it even feel like it's your foot? <laughs> Are we at the point where we, you know, you speak a word over and over again so many times that you can't even, you don't feel like it's a word anymore? Is it like that if you draw circles with your foot? Okay, great. Leave that. Stretch out. Rest. That was a long one. Go ahead and roll onto your back and rest. <laughs> is always an option in theory (laughs) (laughs) oh great (laughs) your ankle's fairly fixed in your bike sometimes those up and down and up and down 
Okay, and come onto your stomach again. Bend your right foot towards the ceiling. And just a few times bend and extend your ankle like you did at the beginning. And see what that feels like now. What the quality of the movement is. And then bring your foot back to this horizontal position and find those lines, your heel to your big toe, your heel to your small toe. And from that horizontal position, can you take your foot in and out, keeping horizontal to the floor, keeping horizontal. When the heel moves to the left, the toes move to the right, vice versa. But only as far as they'll stay horizontal to the floor. Okay, great. Leave that, stretch out, and roll onto your back. And compare the feeling on your left side and your right side. And then come up to standing when you're ready. Stand on your right foot and lift your right hand. Stand on your left foot, lift your left hand. Does it feel different? Yeah, rolling the wrong way. Rolling the wrong way? It feels better than I did the first time I did it. Now both of them are rolling. Uh. 